0: Welcome to, this is what we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Man. I'm talking about faggots everywhere. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, everywhere. What's that and, all about? And you don't know if they're male or female. Yeah, it's all mixed up. Man. It depends on what they want
1: their pronouns to be. I mean, what do you want it, ears to be, man? If there's a group of me over here, you can call them them. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me them. If I, uh, you know what I I heard recent? I heard something this week, man. Check this out. Yeah. And I, I, I don't necessarily want to talk about this topic, but we will. Uh, but check this out. All right. All right. So, somebody, an individual, has a. Uh, uh, a mental illness okay okay and their mental illness is schizophrenia with multiple p- personalities okay all right is that not a mental illness I think it is right Yeah okay well so what is a male who thinks that he is Nancy a female uh, what what's the difference in that? Right. Like what you're still having an alternate personality or gender. Oh, so
0: you're saying like, what's the difference in like somebody who's psychotic with, you know, or, you know, psychotic and or has multiple personalities and someone who's gender dysphoric, essentially. Exactly. What's the
1: difference? Is there a difference? There might not be in some cases. That's what I'm saying. Like, so why don't you let the multiple personalities go ahead and get surgeries to be, you know, somebody else. Right. Cause that's what they well, feel. The only problem with that is if they have more than two personalities, then it's like, well,
0: which, which surgery are you going to perform because which gender are they
1: really? I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how you fix that. Have the mama decide when they're four years old. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? All right. We started off pretty heavy there. It's, it's pretty heavy, but,
0: um, you know, I think I, I wonder if the real mental illness here is the so parents saying that the parents, yeah, I mean, the mental illness really is, is the parents raising their kids to not know the difference between male and female and, you know, not so su- not supporting that. Like, you know, lots of kids might dabble in things from the other gender when you're growing up. Like, you know, sometimes boys will play with baby dolls because there's a bunch of like girls around and that's just what they do, you know, and and sometimes girls will want to play with trucks and trains and get in in, and dirty in the mud. And, And that doesn't mean that at four years old that they want to be a different gender.
1: Yeah. And how do you let a four year old decide anything for their life? Right. (laughs) You don't let them decide anything else
0: um, and you don't decide for them, but you point them in the direction of what's like biological, you know, and and that's
1: part of parenting and part of being a dad and being a man. I think you're right. I think the mental illness is the actual adults in the situation giving in and interpreting this completely wrong Mm. and then going with it and making a life altering decision for somebody that they shouldn't be doing that at all, no matter what the decision would be outside of gender roles or anything else. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, The other thing I can tell
0: you from personal and professional experience is that I have yet to encounter a transgendered or gender dysphoric person who doesn't have a ton of childhood or at least at some point in their life, trauma or mental illness. So, yeah. I have yet to to meet the the gender dysphoric person who had a really good childhood, really good family unit, no mental illness, no 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 other no other issues, no other traumas. That's gender dysphoric. I, I've never met one. Right. And, yeah, I, and I've met a lot. I work in the mental health field at this point. Right. So right. in that field, you know, I you know, I've I've probably treated or been involved with. A couple hundred transgender patients, hmm.
1: including um, yourself, or yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, including me. Uh, um, no, right. but uh, <laughs> I, I've treated a lot of people with with that illness, and I have yet to find one that didn't have horrible trauma in the past, or you know. What, whatever, whatever. I mean, all sorts of traumas. I'm not going to get into the specifics, but
1: I mean, if you, if you just think of it as a common sense issue, right? So if somebody is displaying, or acting, or behaving a certain way that is self-destructive, or trying to uh, uh, escape uh, themselves in whatever way—drugs, alcohol, behavior, right. whatever it is the root of it is a problem right so sure. and that can be many different reasons and many scenarios i'm yeah. sure so uh why is this not looked at as something that could be helped instead of what we see now which is all accepting and oh it's okay you can be a girl cuz even though your biology has nothing to do with that it's just yeah it's well- it's yeah, it, go
0: ahead. it was, it was seen as something that was a, a mental illness. It's still technically a mental illness, but you mark my words. Here's yeah. a prophecy for you. Right. At some point it will be out of the DSM, which is essentially the psychiatric Bible handbook diagnostic tool. Um, and, you know, at some point, gender dysphoria or transgendered, you know, people will not be considered a mental illness because here's a little f- fact for you. In the DSM-3, and now we're up to the 5R, I think. Yeah, 5R. Um, TR, I think they call it. But um, in the the DSM-3, just plain homosexuality was in there as a mental illness.
1: Right, like a sexual deviance.
0: Yeah, there's nowhere to be found now, of course, because that's considered normal or whatever. And we're not going to talk specifically about that necessarily. But, you know... That was removed. And so as progressives have taken over the psychological world, the educational world, the medical world, for that matter, um, you know, it's been whittled away and that's gone. And so mark my words, prophecy here, uh, it will be gone someday. But to go back to what you said is it was considered a mental illness. It was considered something that needed
1: treatment. It was, you know, all of those things at one time. Yeah, and and I it just baffles me. Obviously, I don't work in that field specifically. Obviously, everybody in the in the health field has to deal with certain aspects of that anyway. Yeah. But but not specifically treating and all that stuff and and all the details behind it. All I know is, man, is that like as men when we uh, raise our kids, okay, we have to teach them right or wrong. Mm. right so it's going to become increasingly difficult as uh, as you say as your prophecy will come true mm-hmm. that the society will say no that's normal yeah. and we as parents are going to be looked at as the outcasts saying no mm. that's not true outcasts I, bigots right um ab- racist
0: um, you know, yeah. all of these words, white supremacists, all these words that are be th- being thrown out because we disagree with a specific
1: social agenda, progressive agenda. Yeah. And what does that breed? It breeds, uh, resentment towards, uh, for that child towards their dad or parents. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's going to breed more problems, right? Definitely. It's going to breed more problems. So. It's it's don't, don't be fooled out there because uh, this is a serious issue. I mean, we're talking about this one particular issue, but we can we can extrapolate this to any number of social issues right now. They're all interconnected on some level, at least the philosophy, yeah. the
0: philosophy behind it. Right. And, and, and the and the goal is to break up the family union.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And and this is the other thing, Alan, I'll I'll say not only do all of these transgendered patients that, you know, I've I've come into contact with, not only do they have past trauma, but a big part of that is I I yet to meet a transgendered individual that has a strong, good father. Mm. Like a manly father. Right. Right. Either either their father Was not a good father, alcoholic or absent or whatever, or the father wasn't there. He left, abandoned the family, you know, so he was either abusive or neglectful or just not there, but I've yet to meet a good man, which is kind of what we've talked about on this podcast and what we're trying to create here and trying to find solutions for and, and just trying to encourage those guys out there to be that they're not, they're not in existence with these transgendered people. Now, are there exceptions out there? Probably. Um, but, but I have yet to see one. And, and one of the problems we're seeing also is this transgendered movement has gone from where, people might actually have a psychological disorder thinking and feeling like they might be a different gender to it's kind of the newest trend with teenagers. Right.
1: Right. And I think an important uh, thing that we need to keep in mind and maybe help those out there going through this or potentially going through this is that, look, uh, we have to stay strong We have to not jump any gun. I don't care if you're left liberal or whatever. If your child says, I think I'm a a girl and they're a boy and they're eight years old, do not entertain that. Uh, Exactly. You can can take it in through one ear and out the other. Mm -hmm. Listen, my my son liked little Wayne and I almost lost my mind. Right, (laughs) But I knew it was going to be. I knew it was gonna be a fad, right? And it and it was. It turned yeah. out to be, you know, six months, a year worth of posters and shit. And yeah. So what I'm saying is you, you can't you can't uh knee-jerk react to exactly. any of this stuff either way. And uh, either you have to way, take it with a grain of salt a little bit. Exactly. Take
0: it with a grain of salt, kinda of let it go in one ear or out the other, but also educate at the same time. A- at a level
1: of education that your kid can can understand and can relate to, you know, like small doses, small doses too. I mean, if you, if you hit them with an hour long lecture about stuff, the they're it'll be useless. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. For sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, how many, how many things have you remembered from your dad that were just like one line or one word, you know, probably about the only things I remember exactly.
0: And most of the things that were one line or one word, here's the interesting thing. Kind of you know, to tie it together here a little bit is most of those one word or one sentence things were things that he said multiple times. Mm. So it wasn't like an hour long lecture and then never brought up again. It was a one sentence, one word thing that was brought up multiple times over the years. Right. And then that was where it was like ingrained or drilled into your, the fabric of your psyche basically.
1: So my, my son, my, my younger son, uh, they uh, taken some piano lessons right so mm-hmm. he learned I don't know whatever 26 songs right over the course of the year and so he got a sticker or whatever he got a he he wound up getting a stress ball that he okay. picked out a stress ball as a prize and yep. he came up and he showed it to me and he was like all excited about it I was like you know what man I was like you put in a lot of hard work yeah it's a stress ball it's $0.25, cents, yep. right? But you got to connect the dots for the kids yeah. in the moment. It's so important. And yeah. you know what he said to me? He goes, I know, hard work, reward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, so so don't don't give up out there and don't knee jerk about it. But, you know, kids are going to be curious about, you know, what it's like to put on women's panties. I mean, yeah. it ha- <laughs>
0: I mean, I want to know.
1: <laughs> I want to know all about it. How come they get silk stuff? And, and I, then I kind of want to
0: like take pictures in the you know the the long mirror in your bedroom with them on.
1: Send them to you. I don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah, you do. I do not want to see those. <laughs> <laughs> man, that was pretty s- specific scenario. You just blurted out there. Yeah, man. you you got the visual though. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I got to get rid of it. It really ain't ever going away now, man.
0: <laughs> it's funny, man. So we brought up like, you know, this enormously polarizing issue that's, you know, permeating through our country right now. And, um, you know, it's funny what you said a couple of minutes ago where you said, this is a big deal, guys, because in some respects, you know, the progressive forces out there, want you to think it's a big deal, but don't want you to think it's too big of a deal because people might think for themselves and start to, you know, oppose the, these these insane views. But at the same time, you know, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is what you said was it is important. It's a bigger deal than people realize because you'll get your average American who will just say, it's, it's really just a small faction in society. It's not a big deal. We don't have to worry about it. They're not really attacking our rights. They're not really attacking our family unit and that stuff. That's not true. They really are doing that. It's a huge deal. And they've already done it in a, a ton of different ways, areas, and they're going to, the problem with the progressive ideology is if, if you give them like a sliver, an inch, they take a million miles, not just a mile. Oh yeah. And
1: that's what they're coming for. They'll trample all over every thing that you hold sacred and dear and right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you know the the way of life as we know it. Uh, you know, not every aspect is perfect. Let me, you know, no. let's just make that clear. But but we're talking about like the family unit. Yep. That uh that is the most important, and having a father who's in the kid's life. Yep. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm coming from, you know, a divorced uh, scenario. Right. So I see my kids not every day, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to see them, you know, go two, three days tops. Yeah. And
0: and listen, nobody's situation is perfect. We we all have difficulties and, you know, it takes two people in, in relationships and, you know, one person can, can not want to be in it or vice versa. And it doesn't matter. There's all sorts of scenarios out there. The reality is, you know, in a perfect world, stay married and take care of your kids and your wife. But this is not a perfect world, folks. It's imperfect. And in this world, if it ends in divorce, it almost makes me more mad. The 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 father that, you know, is is divorced and just walks away, you know, like man up and you see your kids every chance you get. Dude, you, you do that, Alan. And I'm saying, I'm saying this yeah. to the fathers out there that aren't, I'm saying, yeah, spend every moment you can with them, make them the focus of your life. And then everything else falls, you know, are there going to be days you don't have them? Sure. Because you know, you're sharing them, but the reality is make them every, every important piece of your life and do spend every moment you can with them, show up. Support them financially, support them relationally, support them psych- psychologically,
1: emotionally, you know, uh, yeah. whatever. That's what they need mo- more than anything else. You yeah. know, obviously, everybody needs money to help survive and all that stuff. But but kids don't know that that no. you're giving their mom money. They don't know. Well, and that's they been might so know later. But but yeah. And yeah. Uh, of course uh, it's a responsibility that we have as dads is to, is to help financially, but no matter what scenario you're in, but more importantly than that, you have to be showing up. You have to take those moments in time that, that happen only when you're with them.
0: Yeah. Go to those piano recitals, go to those baseball games, soccer games. Dude, I hate all of those things. I know.
1: it's very socially no, awkward. We talked mm-hmm. about that before, and I do not do not like that. No but, man likes them, even if you aren't socially
0: awkward. They're boring. They're terrible. But you love your yeah. kid, and you're gonna just support
1: them no matter what. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But the, the, and that emotional part, that all of that stuff. Is super important. They need to see what a man is. And yeah. not just from words in a book or words over the phone. They want to see you in action. And well, kids don't kids market. don't
0: learn a whole lot from your talk. I mean, we we just talked about this about things that our father said to us that stuck. And so there are some things for sure. But correct me if I'm wrong, Alan. Those yeah. things that your father said to you that you remember. Yeah. Those one liners, those one words that, that, that awesome advice. Did he not back it up with action in his life? Oh yeah. That's why it stuck. Right. Right. Is because it was the talk and the walk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, uh, he never was like, see, this is what I'm doing. No, no. It was none of that. Told you
0: and then showed you, but didn't tell you again about it when he was showing you. No, you may,
1: you, you connect the dots. you got a brain yeah. as a kid, you got a brain, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And kids are way smarter than, than a lot of people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. They hear things, they see things, they are working things out in their head all the time. And when they that, see something, they're going to make that connection.
0: Yeah. Better than we are as adults. We don't yeah. do, we don't do that well anymore. You know, we kind of yeah. give up on it and you know we don't observe the way we should and those kinds of things um it's it's pretty crazy but yeah mm-hmm. I, you know i wanted to, i wanted to share something with you i was kind of okay. searching around on the internet and found a couple cool like memes or like just whatever this was a picture and it's talking about uh america fatherless america mm. And it just says like the United States is becoming increasingly fatherless society. A generation ago, an American child could reasonably expect to grow up with his father. Today, an American child can reasonably expect not to. Then here's in the United States, 24 million children live absent of their biological fathers. Fatherless children represent, listen to these stats. So fatherless children represent 63% of teen suicides, Mm. 70% of juveniles in state institutions, 7 listen to this 71% of high school dropouts wow 75% of children in chemical abuse centers 80% of rapists 85% of youths in prison have no fathers 90% of homeless and runaway children
1: fatherless fatherless kids yeah these are these are all examples of of individuals uh trying to escape themselves yeah Right, escape the the uh, I'm gonna say irreparable harm that's done when you don't have a father in that in the uh, yeah. in your life, right? In, in in the lives of these kids. Now, I'm sure that some staff somewhere could say, "Hey, you know, a, a, a father who's not a man in the definition that we've given over and over again on this podcast, right? Uh, you know, if a father that's uh, not a man is in the life can also do harm. Right. So, but these stats are staggering, dude. Crazy, isn't it? Um, you know,
0: I would, it's got, it's gotten to be just so sad. And, but what I wanted to bring up was we talked about kind of starting season two of our podcast here. And in that season, we talked about wanting to, not just talk about how bad things are or struggles in society, but what are some solutions for men? Right. So let's take these couple things we've talked about today and like, maybe just think about some solutions. So maybe we'll take the transgender thing because we spoke specifically about that. And then let's talk about like, just generically like fatherless homes and some of those statistics, I guess. Um, yeah, I, man, I, I, I you...
1: well, I, I, I think I touched on, on, uh, on it a little bit and that yeah. is with transgender stuff and you know, what, what do you do as a dad when your son comes to you? And I'll just say son as an example, yeah. son comes to you and says, you know, dad, I, I think I'm a girl or maybe they're not even saying those words. They're just acting feminine and they're, True you know, or, you know, whatever you find clues and, you know, all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So what do you do in these cases? You know, uh, for me, uh, my gut instinct is to say, let's give this a little bit of time, a little bit of breathing room and see what, what this is, because you mean you say that to the kid or you're saying that in your head? So, in my head, in your head. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, all right, I'm just going to observe this for yeah, Some time, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever amount of time that is an hour, mm-hmm. you know, what, right. <laughs> right.
0: it's going to feel you like know, an eternity, but
1: yeah. But when the time comes and you say, you know, I, even before that happens, I think some solutions could be exactly what we kind of been talking about is you have to be verbal in your household around your kids. You have to give examples in real life examples, a one liner this or that. Yeah. And it's not so much hate speech. Yeah. It's, it's just talking truth and what's truth and what's important in life. Yeah. 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 That's probably the best way to counter it, but I I don't know.
0: I think it depends a little bit on what age they are when this is going on too, obviously, because there's different ways to approach kids at different ages, because part of me says there might be, there might be, a time and a place to put your finger on that that problem, like with your son, let's say, mm. thinking he's a girl or acting like a girl. Like there might be a certain point where you you don't think about or don't step back and watch it and just see if it's just a phase. And that might be a teachable moment where you put your finger on it immediately and sit and, and not 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 in an angry fashion, right? In a, in a loving and respectful fashion, yeah. Cor- correct them. And maybe even give them an example why, or even give them some evidence of, of, of why that, that that's not true. But I, I also agree that there could be a time where let me just
1: watch and see if this is a phase because a lot of times it is. Yeah. You know, so. And sometimes jumping on it too early can yep. cause some issue with like it too. trauma in some way, psychological yeah. trauma, even. I was yeah. going to say also this is that let's just say that your son isn't the most, we'll just call it manly of people and maybe they're not good at sports. Maybe they're not, yeah. you know, they, they don't hunt or whatever, you know, yeah. all that you know, traditional man stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I think it's important uh, you and I do this <laughs> with each other. Hey, you got a man up, you know, yeah. and all that stuff like that. But I think that with a son who's developing, it's, I think it's a little bit more, uh, uh, um, I, uh, I don't know what the word is. It, it's a little bit more complex that uh, you know, to um, encourage that that kid to embrace their strengths but mm-hmm. still be a man. Yeah, because if you tell a kid, oh, you're not manly, you're not playing football, you're not uh, hockey or whatever, man stuff, right? And if they're just not inclined to do that kind of stuff, that might in their head trigger something that say, well, maybe I'm not a man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know and what I mean? think there's so much damage that could be done if that's all done incorrectly. Like, yes, you're not just a man. If you're this big, strong, burly, you know, hunter, football player, et cetera, right. um, you can be a man and be, you know, an expert chess player. Yes. You can be uh-huh. a man and be an incredible, you know, musician and I don't mean like musician in the in 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 the same way that you're a musician, you're a drummer, but I mean like you could be a, a solid man and be um I don't know, uh a trumpet player. I guess, you know, like, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, yeah. but that like your, your hobby and your skills and your, and your, and those things and, and your, you know, the things that your, your talents don't, don't define whether you're a man or not. Cause remember exactly. we defined what a man yeah. was in, in season one, a lot, which is, you know, a, 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 man who provides and protects and, and, and loves his, his, his wife and his kids or, you know. In, in those kinds of things. So that has nothing to do with whether you're a chess player, a trumpet player, a
1: drummer, a football player, a hunter, you know, it, but so but he, those things come out because in the course of being a man, you're disciplined enough to yes. stick to what you, what yeah. you know that you can do hard, your dis- discipline. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff comes yep. into play. And then just because you're playing the flute, well, you stuck yeah. with it and now you're 10,000 hours into playing the flute and you're the man about playing. You're just the exception. The only, exception, the only like, exception
0: might be like ballet or like figure skating, dude.
1: It's a little I don't know if you
0: can be a man and do either of those. I'm going to call you can't I'm going to I'm going to
1: stand on this pedestal and say you can't be a man
0: and do those.
1: Well, m- the majority aren't usually. No. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. All right, there's some exceptions to that rule. But <laughs> there I th- are. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I, think, I think the crux of it, what I, what I was trying to make yeah. to the point, was that you don't want to push your kid into a stereotype of a man is this. Even no. though we always kind of talk about that. I mean, men do. But yes. I think it, it's important to realize that if your son doesn't play football, it doesn't mean that he's a pussy. You know what I mean? Don't push them
0: into examples of men, push them into the, the, the character of a man.
1: Yeah. Like what
0: what do we want our characteristics to be? What do we want our character to be right? You know, hardworking, you know, all those things we've talked about. That's what makes a man, not this caricature of a guy with a rifle and a drum set. Like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not, that does not make a man. It Dude, you make hit a man.
1: you hit the nail right on the head because no matter what, uh, my son's gonna do right. If he's dedicated and hard worked, and he's and he's all of those things that we talked yeah. about, then he's a damn man.
0: Yeah, unless right? unless it's figure skating like or like. <laughs> what about speed skating? Speed. oh <laughs> yeah, that's
1: cool. That's all cool. Right,
0: all right. You ever Short see track. those dudes' thighs, man?
1: Tell. <laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's crazy. But, um, but I, I think that's a good way to, to think about, uh, you know, heading things off of the past and we got to make sure that we are, um, directing our children in the right way. Yes. Right. I think that's super important. And it's, I think that's overlooked a lot and people yes. go on the surface and, you know, uh, man, you, you said it so you know, it's, well.
0: It's funny though, Alan in, uh, Even though I said it and we've talked about it, like it's still really hard because I do find myself sometimes kind of trying to point my son into those more manly, you know, manly examples, you know, like you should like this and you should like this and you should like this and this is a man and that kind of stuff. But I also find myself teaching him the principles of a man, you know, which are independent of an example. You know, it's just hard work, those things we talked about, the characteristics. And so I feel like I do some of both, but part of that's maybe because, you know, he tends to gravitate towards manly things, but certainly if there was something that wasn't manly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't shoot it down. In fact, there is one. Um, he, he's actually a good dancer and I'm not, he has some rhythm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now I don't know if like, Is he going to be like a male dancer, you know, and like the ballet. Yeah, nah, he wouldn't be interested in that at all, but he might be interested in like regular dancing, you know, and normally I'd be like, that's not manly at all. But he also, his favorite thing right now is football and he runs around the house, chucking a football around and (laughs) doing moves. And so, so I think that's a great example right there of, we shouldn't get and, And you said this well too, is we shouldn't get tied up in what we think a man is or, you know, a caricature of a man, but more like, what is the substance of that man? Right. You know, and teach Embrace our kids what
1: it is that you do and love and can do well and, and yeah. dedicate, you know, it's all that stuff. And, um, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to somebody wanting to be transgender or some other gender, then I, I, I think, all these things that we were talking about will, if it's floating around in the air all the time, if it's being talked about, if it's being commented about, uh, then that's going to seep in. You know, you don't have yeah. to say, you don't have to tell them at that point, you're not a girl, man, you're a man. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that won't come up. Or right. if it does, then, then, you know, that there was some miscommunication in there. I, at least in my mind, that's how yeah. it, yeah. And here's the other
0: thing, man, if we don't train up our kids, somebody else will.
1: Oh yeah. It's already sure.
0: happening. You know, the indoctrination of, of the schools to the kids, uh, to the TV, to the, to the YouTube and their iPads and their, whatever, you, whatever they're on it, they're already, already they're, they're training our kids. So if yeah. you're not going to do it, someone's going to, Now they're going to be doing it no matter what. So what are you offering them? Are you offering them the truth or are you ignoring everything and letting them teach them or are you contradicting what, what those things are teaching your kids? You know, but I had one other thought, man. Okay, go ahead. We we talked a little bit about our sons and I think that's just because we used the example of our son and this is a man's podcast, but I think equally as important is to show your daughters Mm. what a man is because someday they're going to pick a man to be their husband. Right. And oftentimes they pick a man that is similar to their father. Right. And so what are you, you know, what example are you, are you giving them, you know, and what are you teaching them? What are you showing them that they deserve? Yeah. Yeah. So just, just
1: a thought I had, because it's easy for us to just think about guys, but yeah. Yeah. It's a real good point because it's too late when they're 18 and they're bringing home, you know? Yeah. Yuck a puck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not,
0: let's not, let's not describe what they're bringing home because we're going to just offend way too many people.
1: That's why I stopped stopped myself. Yeah. I Uh, mean, there's all sorts of things we could say
0: and you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't really care a lot about what they look like if they're busting their hump, you know, working hard at a job, trying to get educated in some way. It doesn't have to be college, but just, you know, learn a craft and find a way so that they can provide and protect and do all those things for, you know, for my daughter someday, if if it's that serious, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm going to be looking for those characteristics in that, in that kid. Yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, and hopefully they have some of that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. If you do instill that or or show that to your daughter, then they're they're going to be looking for that on some level, probably yeah. subconsciously. Right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, because it makes them feel safe now, mm-hmm. and that's what women want to be—is safe. Yeah, and protected, and that's the um, sort of nonverbal cues you yeah. know that they're yeah. going to be safe yeah and someday
0: you and i won't be there for our daughters yeah and you know we don't think a lot about that really no. and they might not either but so there's right. going to be some other male figure there mm. and we just hope that they you know uh can can do the same that we do for them but um well listen yeah. man i got a yeah, we're going to wrap this up today. It was just kind of a quick one. But um, maybe the next one will because we talked about, you know, our our thoughts and solutions or, you know, ideas on uh, for men to deal with like the transgender thing. Maybe we can pick up next time talking about maybe some of our solutions on just the fatherless homes and some of those statistics that we went over
1: today. Yeah, that's a great idea. We can because there, there's a lot a lot of people out there that need to hear these solutions and, and by no means do we think these are the by, you know, end all be all, uh, solutions, but we're trying to be a community for, for the men out there. Right. Yeah. Like uh, think of us as that male friend that you don't have in your life and, until yeah. you do, uh, you know, yeah. you can look, look to us as, as being that, that person for you. Hopefully. And
0: we want to support men, but yeah. sometimes in that support is, you know, Talking truth, raw truth, hard truths, holding people accountable, you know, and saying, listen, I look men in the eyes all the time and say, take care of your kids. You're failing at that. Mm. You know, take
1: care of your wife. You're failing at that. You know, and dude, remember are, when I left Watertown, I looked at you, I had to leave my best freaking friend in the whole world. Yeah. And so much fun that I was having. And I, I told you, I got to move back to Maryland yep. to be nearer my kids.
0: Yeah. And I remember Hard. thinking, I wanted to talk you out of it so bad,
1: <laughs> I, but, but I never said a word to discourage. It. I know, dude, I know you didn't. And that's, you I'm didn't. not tooting my own horn. I'm just
0: saying that's what a man should do. Is well two things. A man should go be with his kids and yeah. take care of his kids, and right. the other friend, the man should be should support that, even if he doesn't like th- the
1: direct effect towards him on that. You know, right? It, it's well, tough out there, guys, and hopefully yeah. we'll uh, we'll come up with. I, I wrote that down so we can actually remember it. <laughs> so, <Okay>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Because we're old now, we don't. Oh yeah, we'll
0: be talking like what did we talk about last time? <laughs> Remember we were supposed to talk about something? Can't remember a thing. Uh,
1: don't know. Something yeah. about men. Yeah, we need Adderall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need methamphetamines. Yeah. So we can remember. Oh, man. All right, man. Well, All right, man. good to chat uh, next, with you again. Next we're, time. Next week, we'll, we'll hit it up again. Talk about that.
1: All right, man. I'll catch you later. All right, everybody. Have a good week. See ya.